The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your hands. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and if you don't know what that is, we're going to get into that in just a moment. <clears throat> but if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you would like to join us on the video portion of the radio show, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page and we are right there. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Blow it up <clears throat> on your screen, on your phone, on your television, whatever. And... Um, be sure to uh, to do that, and then click on the platform icon and join us in the chat. We've got a lot of friends in there this morning. Good morning to all y'all. It's great to see you again. And uh, <clears throat> yes, Matt does have a new video out. We've got uh, we did the article on that uh, where he's talking. 
Uh, I forget what the topic was. There's so many things that run through my head, probably like many of you. Uh, You take in so much information, you probably forget more than you bring in. (laughs) In any case, uh, right above that is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can uh, catch that uh, still up until 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And then he goes live then. So you'll see him later this afternoon live. Also, right above that is where you can subscribe to our email newsletter. Again, we don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. And you get one email from us a day, including the morning show archive. So anything that you see in this, along with some things that you may not see, will be in the morning show archive. And I'm sure at least there's one or two things that you're going to see today where you're going to go, oh, where, did, where can I get that? Where is that? At? It was going to be on sonsoflibertymedia.com. Okay, that's where it's going to be. Just letting you know. Finally, um, if you agree with our message and you would like to support us, we never ask you for money. We just tell you we have needs and those need, you know, to do all that we do costs money. And I got to tell you, just let me say this because Bradley's not going to tell you, but I, I'm going to tell you. When he and his family go and they travel about, you know, I think they've got several more uh, offerings to speak in Michigan. And they're driving now, too. So it's. You know, it's not like they hop on a plane and they're there in, you know, an hour or two or three hours or whatever the case may be. It's sometimes it's all day driving and stuff. So you got gas, you got food, you got a hotel you have to stay in, usually two because of the size of their family and things like that. And guys, I'm telling you, you got to You got to take care of the man of God. You got to take care of him. I'm not saying make him rich, but you got to You got to take care of him when you have him in there. I mean, those things cost money. And thankfully, we do have supporters who help. We're, we're grateful for you guys. But when you have them out, encourage your people. You know, the Bible says the worker is worthy of his wages. And if, you believe, if you've invited Bradley out, you invite him out because you believe he's worked diligently in the Scriptures. He knows what he's talking about, and he's going to bring you the truth. And uh, that should be worth something to you. So encourage people when when Bradley uh, goes out among you, encourage people to be cheerful givers to that, to help offset those expenses so it doesn't become, it's not a burden on all the other people who donate to try to help keep us going. Um, just that's from me that I know it costs a lot of money and I know people don't understand exactly what they think. Well, you got a radio show or you got an internet and you got a website. You must be rolling the money. Uh, yeah, hardly, hardly. That's, that's hardly the case. Anyway, I uh, just want to throw that out there. You can also partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. That's a monthly partner with us. You can do that as well. And then also our store this week, we're highlighting Bradley's testimony, which is the My War comic book, uh, illustrated by former DC Comics artist Danny Bullinati. And uh, I'm going to let Bradley just take take this minute and let Bradley tell you about the comic book here. My War, my brand new comic book, which brings you through my life story. Not only does it include my testimonial, but also analogies that apply to all. Easy to understand that even a child could comprehend. My war is my story, my findings, and most importantly, not how bad I was, but how good God is in Jesus Christ. And letting the world see what God can and will do through a fatherless child. Included with the comic book is the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution of the United States, the Bill of Rights, as well as a follow-along test from the five-part documentary, My War. 
To order, go to youcanruninternational.com. That's youcanruninternational.com. All right, and be sure to check that out. Uh, it's at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on the store button. You can go there. And through Saturday night at midnight, you can get this. It's normally $12, and it's a it's a thick. It's on. It's not on that cheesy, um, uh, what is it, slick kind of comic book paper. This is some high-quality paper that it's on, too. It's going to last you a long time as long as you're not, like, I don't know, throwing it at somebody <laughs> or, uh, you know, using it for your coffee stand to stick your drinks on and stuff. It's going to last a long time. It really is. It's great. And you can save 10% through Saturday night at midnight by using the promo code BRADLEY, B-R-A-D-L-E-E, B-R-A-D-L-E-E at checkout, and you get 10% off of that. So be sure to check that out. If you've been wanting to get it for a young person, for yourself, or, or any of that other, um, this is the time to do it, if that's what you want to do, if you want to pick that up. Also, I just want to make mention of something here before we bring uh, Lynn in. And I forgot to pull these down in my other browser, so I'm going to do this kind of on the fly but, you know, we've been talking about uh, the deaths, and, and I, there is not a day that doesn't go by that I'm not just seeing the the celebrities. And and you say, well, why are you harping on celebrities? Because they're a very small group, right? They're a very small group of people when you think about it. And here you've got, um, yesterday I sent some over to Bradley before his show. And there was a hockey player. He was like 31. Um, There was a teacher. I think he was in Iowa. He was in his 30s, dead. And what's interesting is in all of them, you get the same as you get with this guy. Now, look, I don't follow a lot of pop culture. I know just a little bit. Most of it's what's left from when I was actually into pop culture and stuff like that. But this guy's name is... Sergey Onik, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. I don't know. He was 33. He's dead. Check it out. This is how all of them. This is how all of them have in their stories. His cause of death is unknown. He was in. Um, he appeared in season 11 of Fox's So You Think You Can Dance. Okay. His cause of death is unknown. Of course, we had the Rolling Stones guy. Now, I'm surprised any of these guys are still living. I'm sur- It's amazing to me that it, in your 80s, you're still doing rock and roll thing and that people want to come out for it. It's it's really incredible to me. I, I just, I'm kind of, I'm always baffled at that. And these guys look like they're ready to, you know, go. <laughs> they just do. But here's Charlie Watts, the drummer. He's 80, he died. But what's interesting is, He revealed he had an unspecified medical procedure. Now, we're not told what that is. But the interesting thing to me is, is that when you get down to these shots, they're they're actually medical devices. They're not vaccines. And I gave you the definitions for those the other day. I'm sure tomorrow, Lord willing, Suzanne Hamner, she's in our chat. She contributes to Sons of Liberty Media. We talked about it last night. We're going to have her on to talk about this, um, you know, FDA approval thing, the manipulation of language, the deceit, the, the deception that's going on in that, and uh, some other things that she's discovered. And uh, yes, I did get to look at that, Suzanne, last night, uh, the paper that you sent. And I think some of you people, it's 
if you if you haven't been, if you haven't gotten mad over all this stuff, this is going to make you mad because it is treating people like they don't matter at all. Like like they're not worth a dime, and they don't care. And when I say they, I'm talking about the FDA. I'm talking about Pfizer. I'm talking about our own government. And uh, it's frustrating. But we're going to look at some of that, too, uh, in talking with Lynn today. And this is our Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And as always, the Common Core diva Lynn Taylor is joining me. Good morning, Lynn. Well, hello there. Hello. And uh, yes, we um, you know we got these things going on. But this is going to kind of tie into what we're talking about now. Because from... Trump to Biden to the entire B system, they believe it is their job to play mama and papa to the rest of us, that we're too stupid, too immature to deal with the truth, and they're the only ones who have the answers, not only for us, but for our children. Tell us what you got on tap today. Well, thank you so much, and I hope everybody's doing well. What we're going to try to do today is we're going to try to tie the latest push from the current administration, team in uh, how they're using the U.S. Department of Education as sort of the bully pulpit master for all this supposed safety that we're seeing uh, that's going on. And then that will actually tie back to the National Governors Association, who uh, that's an organization that owns still owns half the copyright to the common core state standards. And then we can tie that back to the CDC and we can tie that back to um, the uh, article that I sent you that is from the no more fake news website about how president Trump is actually profiting off of all three major uh, COVID vaccine uh, corporations. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get to that and I'm going to play the people, the interview, because you and I talked about that. And that's, I think that's very important to understand when people say, oh, well, he's losing money and oh, he's giving up his thing and this, that and the other. And yet when you see what what he's taking in, it's it's absolutely incredible. It was his operational warp speed, if you'll remember, that started this whole bloody thing going. But before we get to that part Let's go to the current part, which is the latest blog entry that Secretary of Education Dr. Cardona has put out on the U.S. Department of Education's blog website. And this is called Meeting the President's Call to Support the Safe and Sustained Reopening of Schools. So if you'll pull that one up, that was the very first link. All right. That's uh, the homeroom. Is that what it is? Yes, Mm -hmm. that is. That's it. Okay. Now, if you want to blow that up uh, so folks can see what this is going to see, uh, what this is going to show you is that Dr. Cardona is 155% in on this particular agenda. And he's telling you, oh, that because the president has sent out this presidential mem- memorandum, which is not law, he has to take his department, the Department of Education, and he has to use the America Recovery Plan funds and the Elementary and Secondary Education Emergency Relief Funds, or known as the ESSER funds, and use these funds against the states to get them to be coerced into kowtowing to we have to change our infrastructure, which we know that huge uh, omnibus infrastructure bill is um, headed to the president. 
we know that the funds connected to that are going to go in and change the supposed HVAC systems and all the other infrastructure things. But what they're not telling you, Tim, is that in amongst all those infrastructure changes, you're going to also see massive amounts of the technology that will be updated that no one's going to tell you about that will con- that will continue to track our kids and to um, uh, mind their business. They'll use algorithms, and this time it's going to be tied in through supposedly the healthcare. You'll also see that this particular blog from the Secretary of Education is saying, yes, we're going to ramp up the push for vaccines for 12 and up. Okay. All right. Um, so, so there again, we go back to the Constitution, and the Constitution says, and again, guys, I, I said it yesterday. We use the Constitution because this is a standard that these guys say they're going to hold themselves to. And they can't even do that, uh, much less hold themselves to a biblical standard. But the Constitution says whatever we have it authorized okay, to the federal government, that is those, those rights are retained by the states and by the people. And we never authorized education in the first place. So as soon as they usurped that under Jimmy Carter, and then it was kept in place by a guy who said he, he was a Republican, Ronald Reagan, who said it was unconstitutional, the Department of Education kept it in place, signed off with the Soviet education, uh, put us in debt three times more than we were, all that kind of stuff. That was the conservative Republican guy. Just just wanting you to know, I'm not pushing for, for Democrats either, but the fact of the matter is... It's the people who largely agree with us who want to continue down this road that I'm trying to help understand. It's the guys in the GOP. It's the guys who claim to be conservative, constitutionalists, all this other Republican who have either teed it up for the next guy to come in or they've done it themselves. And as a result of that, now they're pushing into these they, all these areas Lynn has brought to us. They're, they're going to be dealing in our housing, in our work our jobs, um, and, and and now in opening up schools and dealing with our children's quote-unquote health matters because they're so concerned about children that they'll allow millions of American babies to be murdered in the womb for a couple hundred bucks. Let me read you an excerpt, okay? Sure. Now, this is from uh, the press release, or excuse me, the blog entry that we just looked at. And remember, Dr. Cardona is the one who wrote this. As a teacher, a principal, and a parent, I always loved those first few days when students were seeing each other for the first time after summer break, getting to know their teachers, reading a book, or participating in a club or sport that sparked a new passion. But this year, the joy that students and educators are feeling as they return to in-person learning is mixed with the uncertainty and a sense of urgency as a result of the pandemic. As educators, we know in our hearts how important in-person learning is for student success. Even before the data emerged on the devastating impact of the school building closures during the past 18 months. This is why our priority You're going to love this, Tim. This is why our priority must be to help ensure that every student can safely return to school in person. Amidst the uncertainty caused by the pandemic and the Delta variant, the truth is that we know what works to keep students and educators safe. Following the science-based strategies for preventing the spread of COVID-19 recommended by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. 
Now, I've seen great examples of states and school districts that are leading the way. And he goes on to tell you how uh, some of the governors are supposedly stepping up to bring school-based vaccination programs to your community as a clinic and offering free screening for all schools. He even tells you how he recently spoke with Governor Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas, who has made a renewed push to encourage masking in Arkansas schools and offering incentives to eligible students to get vaccinated. Now, Asa Hutchinson is the leader of the National Governors Association. He's a Republican. The next uh, person who's in leadership, excuse me, of the National Governors Association is a Democrat. And if you happen to go over to their particular website, which we will do, in just a little bit, you, you will see how the governors are bending over backwards via their tweets and social media to how glorious it is that the FDA has now stepped up and put a seal of approval. Well, yeah, but but what we're going to see with Suzanne tomorrow is and and by the way, let me let me just clarify this. You know, I spoke on Monday morning show mm-hmm. and afternoon show, and then I wrote an article about the approval. And what's amazing is, you know, I got it wrong, too. They haven't approved. They haven't I given know. a full approval to this at all. It, the language is but so deceptive. And that's, it's ridiculous. That's the spin. Yep. So the spin doctors have, have done this masterfully. They really, really have. So, yeah, people are, are missing the fact that, no, it's not really an approval. It's an extension of what's been going on. Now, in this particular uh, blog article, Tim, he does reference the uh, president's presidential memo. And as we know, a presidential memo is not law. What it is, I guess, is basically his thoughts. I don't know. But this is his memorandum on ensuring a safe reopening. I'm not sure that, that we, hang on, I'm, I'm not sure that we can have Joe Biden and thoughts in the same sentence right now. But here's his memo. <laughs> here's his memo on ensuring safe return to in-person school for the nation's children. I, I have to ask. <laughs> where's the oh, authority? Where's the authority? One. I got it upside down. Where's the uh, authority in our in our constitution for him to have a say so, a thought, um, uh, something to write down about opening up schools. He has no business in that. The the federal government has no business in it. I don't know why the parents of children in the States aren't saying, look, dude, this isn't part of your thing. This isn't your gig. Okay. Yeah. And, and just refusing it. But I can tell you this, and let me make this point here and I'll let you continue. Sure. The, The, this is one of the things that I pointed out to our own state because these convention of States people, who are really pushing for a constitutional convention. Don't let them tell you any different. Go back and look at the archives for Mark Meckler, the, the, the charlatan who's pushing this thing. His original website was called ConConCon.org. Now it's something else. Somebody else has bought it up. But you can see in the Wayback Machine what it was pushing, and it was pushing a constitutional convention. It was opening up the entire Constitution, just like the Articles of Confederation, when our founding fathers went in there, and they're supposed to make amendments. They're supposed to be unanimously approved by the states. And they went in and wrote an entire new Constitution. And you can see it in our Constitution now, where they said, oh, to ratify this, it's only going to take three-fourths. And you hear everybody saying, what takes three-fourths? Well, what if somebody comes in... And they push it out, and it sounds good to everybody because they're so stupid, uh, 
with civics, that's why we had David Zuniga on uh, and Matt Mida last week. They're so stupid in civics, they don't understand that if they write a new constitution and they say, hey, all we need is 50 or 51% instead of three-fourths, then this becomes the new constitution. And people don't think about that land. They, they just don't know their history, and they don't follow along with those things. And I think this is pertinent to what we're doing here because all of this, they're being strung along by the money, aren't they? Well, absolutely they are. And let me just let me just make one um, comment to what you said and we'll get into the memorandum because you're going to love it. I saw yesterday on social media, one of the supposedly more conservative think tanks has this meme out now and some uh, 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 two or three people posted it, I believe. And it was alluding to the fact of the country has, you know, gone Something about the country has gone downhill faster in the past seven months than it has in the past however many years. And I just had to to address that. I'm like, okay, I know it's fruitless, but someone somewhere needs to hear this. So I directed it to the think tank and I said, first of all, it's not just been seven months. Try over 100 years. And if you really knew your history you would understand that it takes more than seven months to run a country amok. It couldn't happen in seven months. And so that's that's just what I said, because you're right. People don't know their civics. They don't know their history. They don't understand what's going on. So as far as this particular memorandum, this is how they don't know what's going on. Okay. It says, by the authority vested in me as president by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America. It is hereby ordered as follows. So this has gone from a memorandum now to an ultimatum. Section one, policy. Policy is not law. As the school year starts across the country, a top priority of my administration is to do everything in our power to ensure a safe return to full-time in-person school for our nation's children. With the increased access to vaccination for school staff and students aged 12 and older, proven virus prevention strategies, and the unprecedented resources from the American Rescue Plan Act, and other federal pandemic relief funds, opening all schools this fall for full-time in-person learning is essential. At the same time, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have made clear that the Delta variant driving an increase in the COVID-19 cases nationally is a critical need for schools to protect students against exposure, especially given the number of children who are ineligible to obtain a vaccine at this time. The CDC has provided clear guidance to schools on how to adopt science-based strategies to prevent the spread of COVID-19, and the Department of Education has provided guidance not law, guidance to schools on how to reopen safely while addressing the academic, social, emotional, and mental health needs of our nation's students. Now, let me point out one thing before we go on, okay? This is not just for K-12 through kids. This is for any educational institution that receives any sort of federal funds, yeah, well, that that shouldn't surprise us. In fact, that was one of the things I was making about the, the uh, Convention of States. I said, you guys can't cut off the government cheese coming to the states 
unconstitutionally, mainly in the area of education. And that was one of the things I pointed. How are you? How are you to control them when they want to start manipulating the law and things like this? So there's no doubt in my mind, all of this is tied with federal dollars. And I'm I'm waiting on. I really am waiting on a governor who actually understands what they've done. Not only with the with the power grab here in the in the education issue, but also mm-hmm. what they've done with income taxes and inform their the people of their state that the majority of them don't even owe income taxes according to the law. Right. But until they until they cut the ties with the government cheese, Lynn, they're they're going to keep right on going with it because they feel the political pressure. Well, if I do this, then somebody's kids aren't going to go to school, and then what are we going to do? And well, mom and dad are going to have to figure out how to educate their kids. How did they do it for you know hundreds of years, literally hundreds of years, in the place we know as the United States before it was the United States? How did they educate their kids? Well, they did it themselves. They didn't depend on people. I think it's a travesty for people who don't have children or have grown children to be paying for everybody else's education. I just I think that's a travesty. I think it's immoral. I think it's wrong. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, with that said, let's look, because we do know that it was revealed that uh, the Secretary of Education is kowtowing to the uh, administration, and he's already named governor of Arkansas. And like I said earlier, he is the acting head of the National Governors Association, because that's where we're going, because they do fit into this. Now, remember, as owner or half owner of the copyrighted copyrighted common core state standards which are still very much alive and in use these connections are really huge and toxic and should lead us to one question and that is how can the governors say anything but yes because of that knowing that they're tied in and own the common core state standards which manipulates the academic social and emotional and and uh learning and the mental health needs we know this we've talked about this we probably have a hundred or more shows on this very subject yep. so if you would let's go to their website because i want folks to see the headlines now is this a national governors association yes mm-hmm. right? okay. it sure is by yes. the way i have a video of uh mr asa here in a minute it's only a couple of minutes if you if you want me to play it where he's turning on the people who are challenging him over this whole thing Sure. If you want to go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead with this. And then we'll put this in. After oh, that. Okay. 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 I just wanted you to see. All right. And it shows the latest. And as you scroll down, you're going to see tweets from the governors. Okay. And you're going to see, oh, how happy they are. Then you can look at their projects. You can see their initiatives. They are 155% behind the infrastructure mega boondoggle garbage that's going on. They're in full support of this. In fact, um, in the archives, you'll see the press release of how they are hailing the Pfizer decision. Uh, But what I really want us to do is I want you to go, Tim, if you would, to the partners page. Okay. Up in the, yeah, you'll see their partners. I think it's up at the top. Yeah. I want folks to see just how I'm looking. Okay. News membership. I, I don't see the uh, particular part. Okay. There. Hang on. Hang on. Let me see. Let me show you because I want folks to see there will be a list of the huge amount of Common Core Machine members um, that are in 
the National Governors Association. And I had in my notes that if you'll go to the National Governors Partner page, you're going to see nothing but big tech, big pharma, and uh, lots and lots of people who have given to the Common Core machine. Okay. If we can't access it right now, that's fine. Yeah, the only thing I had other than that was this, the press release. Okay. Yeah, and there's the press release so folks can see it. But, yes, do go um, – hang on. Let me look real quick and see what that particular link actually is because I think it was a broken one. I do apologize about that, but, you know, sometimes these things happen. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I think I think probably what was what it was was I had one that you had in there that said NGA.org, and then it was a forward slash Z, and that was broken, so I thought you just wanted to yes, show this. Yes, that was. So right, here, let, let's while – you're, while you're looking there, listen to what uh, Asa sure. Hutchinson says. He sure. says, my pledge as NGA chairman is to use the platform to build on the areas where Republicans and Democrats agree. You know what, guys? I got to tell you, I think that's largely a problem because when they agree on something, usually it's unconstitutional. It's an infringement on your liberty. It's stealing your money. It's doing things they have no business doing. Okay, Um, unless they're going to go straight to the Constitution and they're going to say this is authorized an article section clause here, then they're probably doing something that they shouldn't be doing in the first place. But he says. And work to remove the obstacles in Washington where we can. Well, this is a governor, okay? He he's not he's not a Fed. He's a state governor. What's he doing talking about Washington? If he wants to fix stuff out of Washington, let me tell you what Asa Hutchinson should be doing. He should be refusing and giving executive orders in his state among his uh, among those who work for the people under him in the executive branch not to enforce one single. Federal pretended legislation. He should be one who refuses every federal dollar that isn't tied to stuff within the Constitution, like roads and this kind of uh, interstates and this kind of thing. That's if he wants to do that. If he wants to remove the obstacles, that's what he ought to be doing. He says one of my most important missions will be to help facilitate the state's partnership with the White House. As we guide the nation out of this pandemic, I'm sorry, he says pandemic, we must combat the fear that many have expressed about getting a vaccination. Oh, what? Hang on a second. That's not that's not this issue. Asa Hutchinson is one of these guys who has been and I'm going to bring this up here. This is the link that um I think uh, Lynn has for us here that she's getting at. This there is the NGA Partners. Yeah, this is the mm-hmm. NGA Partners. I want to bring that up. I'm going to play this after Lynn makes her comments here from Asa Hutchinson. And you tell me who's pushing the fear. Go ahead, Lynn. Okay. This particular link will send you. And if you want to uh, go back and show it, Tim, that's fine. These will, If you scroll down past what you were just showing, you'll see the current partners. And they're broken down in levels of like platinum, gold, and silver. But here are a few of the Common Core Machine members. Amazon, AT&T, AstraZeneca Pharmaceuticals, Blue Cross Blue Shield Association, uh, Eli Lilly, GlaxoSmithKline, Johnson & Johnson, Kaiser Permanente. They're really big on social and emotional yep. garbage. Pfizer's McKin- in there. Yeah, McKinsey & Company. You have uh, Pfizer. Yeah, Walmart. Western Zoom, Gunners. who we're using for mm-hmm. to, do our, to do our show here. Zoom's Absolutely, in yeah. 3M, you're going to see Business Roundtable. Oh, they love the workforce skills. It's garbage. Uh, Cisco, Coca-Cola. You've got uh, General Motors, Google. You have Land O'Lakes. You have uh, 
Microsoft, you have Norvitas Pearson Education, well, duh. Um, you have SAS Institute, which is really big in the data mining. Target. Yeah. Verizon. Bank, Bank of America, Best Buy. Wells got, Fargo. Mm-hmm. CBS Health, Edgenuity. You have uh, Grubhub. Oh, goody. Hospital Corporation of America. Ding, 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 ding. Wait, Grubhub IB- is that little app where you can, like, order sandwiches and stuff online, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that yeah. what that is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. IBM. All right. Motorola, Netflix. Uh, let's see here. Procter & Gamble. Uh, State Farm. T-Mobile. Toyota. USAA. Walgreens. Um, the ACT, Alzheimer's Association, the American Beverages Association, the American Gas Asso- Association, Amplify. HP. We have That's Sheila I- Packard. Yep. Ikea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. All, of, all of these guys are in on it, everybody. They're in on this this usurpation of power by the federal government, by the federal government. And even in this issue with the national government association, which let's, let's call it for what it is. Asa Hutchinson's telling us they, they believe they have this national influence instead of dealing with their own States. They have this national influence. I, I got to tell you, it's just incredible. Uber is let, in on yeah, this too. Yeah. Let me, let me just say one thing. And then I know you had wanted to, to play a video or something. I just wanted to say back when common core first rolled out, and it was first discovered that the National Governors Association was half owner. Okay. The other half belongs to the Council of Chief State, State School Officers. Okay. They're just as toxic. They're just as in on this. But let me just point this out. When that was first discovered, the governors who are in office now, nine times out of 10, were not in office when that was discovered. But you've got a lot of people who are thinking, well, because there's a new guy or gal in the the uh, state capitol, Common Core's not around. We don't have to worry about any of this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Because as long as that copyright still exists, which it was an unending uh, copyright ownership contract that went in. So that means like it's it's just open-ended. It'll never end. Point of it is, doesn't matter what governor, what platform they ran on as far as education, once they became governor and they became an automatic member of this National Governors Association and they were hit with nothing but policy agenda. Because if you look, and I invite you, go look. If you've never seen the National Governors Association and their best practices page and all the other garbage that they're into, you need to really go. You'll need a barf bucket or probably a really stiff drink because it's just <laughs> awful. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Let me play this little video. Sure. It's only it's only a couple of minutes. And sure. this is um, Asa Hutchinson at, I guess, sort of like a little town hall meeting uh, in a town. And... Um, Listen to how he treats those he is supposed to serve. This is Ace of People get sick from... All right, so, so, so let's identify... Would you all like to be recognized with them, or would you just like to yell? We're going to be... I think they'd like to yell. ...people dying... Uh, if we do not increase our vaccination rates, so I, I still Liar. need to to big get pharma that pimp out. right and there. So it sounds like some people in want low vaccination rates. Okay, with a smile. 
just like a little pimp on the corner. So, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. We're, no, 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 don't give her the mic. So explain to me why there are so many that have the vaccine that are getting the virus. I can name what's in the vaccine. Give me the insert sheet. So, so I, if you, informed consent means you tell me what you put in my body. If Mr. Doctor gives me a vial and says, trust me, I'll give you a vial. You trust me. Every SARS-2 COVID vaccine that's available on the market is manufactured using aborted fetal tissue. I have been praying that God himself will step in so that Christians are not forced by their employers and a mandate to get the vaccine. Yet, even if God does not, I will not bow. Amen. And with all respect. Amen. What is she going to, okay. Governor, we love you and appreciate you, but God will not hold you guiltless if you fail to stand up. Come on. The Christians that's exactly right. That is, that's right real love to point that out. From the, vaccine. the numbers but, begin. Okay, but hang on. To try what is she, okay. Hang on, hang on just a second. Okay, okay. just got uh, just a few more seconds. And I know okay. you may not see that now, but it's down the road. Everything that was a conspiracy six months ago is now coming to fruition. Sure. And six months ago, the story's going to be different. Thank you. My whole family had COVID. But let me tell you something. All of us took the therapeutics from day one. And if doctors were allowed to tell the truth and treat their patients with these therapeutics, we would not have hospitals full of sick people dying. Okay? Don't smirk at me, Governor. You should care on both Ooh, sides of the aisle me, on what works, what will save lives. Yeah, see, Governor Asa Hutchinson is just like the rest of these pawns in this game. They smirk at their, their people who actually know more than they do. And they act as though they're their daddy and, and the people are their little kids and pat them on the head and say, don't give her the mic. Don't let that person speak. Wait a minute. Does that sound like somebody that serves the people? How many of you have employees in your business? And if they smarted off back to you, when you told them to do something and how to do it, and, and they smarted off back to you, you would say, uh, yeah, see the door there? Don't let it hit you where the good Lord split you. Lynn, you wanted to make a comment? I did. I did. I'm, I'm, I wasn't trying to challenge what the young lady was saying, but she, while she, what she said was very effective, I think the bigger picture that a lot of folks are missing is what in the world are you doing or praying for the pastor who is advocating that his entire congregation go down to the whatever clinic and get it? or how they've written sermons or essays on, oh, this is a good thing. I'm sorry. That just, well, no, I I, look, I did. So infuriates me. I I did a show on um, uh, the guy out at uh, Southern seminary, Al Mohler. When he came out, did it nothing biblical at all. He was just talking about how, you know, he thinks it's this, that, and the other. Well, he's not a doctor 
and uh, he has no medical experience. He's supposed to be the guy that telling people that the Lord is our healer, number one. That's what Scripture actually says. He should right. be pointing to Revelation 18.23, where uh, <clears throat> the people of the day were being deceived by their pharmacia, their sorceries. And he should be pointing his people in the direction of what God has said, not what all these other people have said. And so I, I think it's it's vitally important. And Lynn, you know, we, <clears throat> we've got this video that we want to show and I know you've got a lot of stuff, but I'd like to do it inside, at least this part, inside the radio sure. portion. So do you sure. want to lead up to that, to where we can show this interview with Robert Kennedy Jr.? Yes, real okay. quickly, let me tell you what will be sure. what Tim will include in the archive for you that we're not going to have time to get to before this video. Well, no, we is, can hang on after the show if you want to oh, do it, but I wanted oh, to include oh, okay. that on the radio, okay. but that's sure. up to you. Okay, okay. All right, so we'll go back to what I was going to say then. Okay, so this is from the No More Fake News website, and our wonderful education hero, uh, Charlotte Iserby, is the one who happened to send this to me. And this is an article that will prove uh, former President Trump's ties to all the vaccine corporations. Okay, all right. Now, as part of uh, John Rappaport's write-up here, and this was from Yesterday or the day before? Which day am I? I think it was the day before. Two days ago. Okay, so Mm -hmm. he references this particular interview, and I think it's important that I play it. It's on. This is part of a longer interview. Um, Gosh, it's a little longer than what I thought it was, Uh, but it's going to run right up against the end of the show. It may run over a little bit, but people, you need to hear this. Here it goes. This is uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. with Theo Vaughn. Listen to what he has to say. Trump almost gave you a position or whenever he became president. Wasn't there talk of that? And then it kind of went away. He just kind of went into the end of the wind with it. Well, what happened was he con in 20 over the Christmas vacation, um, 2016, he's elected. Right. right? And then the, obviously the election isn't in November. So I was skiing and with my kids in Colorado over Christmas vacation, and I got a call from his chief of staff saying the president-elect wants to meet with him. crazy. And he wants to talk about vaccines. So, uh, you know, I've been an activist on trying to get safer vaccines for a long time. And, of course, I agreed to meet with him. So I went to, immediately after getting home, I went to Washington, or I went to New York, and met with him in Trump Tower, and um, during it was about a two-hour meeting. Had you ever met with him before? I had sued him twice before successfully. Okay, yeah, uh, and I had met him, and you know the the lawsuit um, was not something that had hurt our relationship. I right. stopped him from building two golf courses in the New York City watershed. About and those lawsuits were about two or three years apart. So. Um, and he knew me and he knew my family. He would, um, when my sister ran for the, for governor of Maryland, he made a big contribution to that. He contributed to my brother who was then in Congress. And I had a cousin who was a, a congressman from Rhode Island and he made uh, contributions to that. He was a big Democratic donor at that point. He called me, he asked me to come in I had, as I said, about a two-hour meeting with him. At that meeting, people were coming in and out of that meeting. So um, so Steve Bannon was there, um, Renz Priebus, if you remember him, uh, Hope Hill was there, Kellyanne Conway, and, uh, and Jared Kushner and both of the president's sons at various times were in that meeting. A lot of people. 
and he, but as I had a lot of time alone with President Trump too. He said that he believed that vaccines were making people sick. Specifically, he had three women friends who were mothers, one who was in the building that day, who had perfectly healthy kids, who had gotten uh, a, you know, their wellness visits when they were around two years old and the the children never were the same after those visits. They all had been subsequently diagnosed with autism. And he believed that it was linked to vaccines. And, he, you know, because he had been open about that during the campaign, hundreds of women had, as they did, the same thing that happened to me that got me into this, you know, this career-killing uh, um, advocacy, vaccine <laughs> safety, obviously. Um you know, people start coming up to you and saying, you know, this happened to me. This happened to my son. I had a perfectly healthy child and who exceeded all his milestones. And I took him in at 16 months and, he, you know, he was speaking. He was toilet trained. He had social interactions. And I took him in and he had a, a shot uh, or a series of shots. Usually yeah. it could be up to nine. Yeah, and now he's living in a freaking tent at the circus right. every afternoon. And they get it at night, they spike a fever, 103. They have, I mean, the, the, the stories were eerily all identical. They had a seizure, and then over the next three months, they lose all of their capacity to for social interactions, for eye contact. They begin the. Oh, yeah. It's scary. I mean, a lot of that stuff is super scary. So, but, so you go into that office so with Trump. I go in there and, and he tells me these stories and he says he wants to do something about it. And does it seem serious when he's saying that? Like, uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, he was dead serious. Okay. And he asked, um, you know, whether I would run a vaccine safety commission. Then he asked what I would do. And I said, Listen, I don't think you have to do a big political lift. All I think you need to do is open up the databases and allow independent scientists in there to actually look at the science. Because in other words, be transparent. The HMOs have all the vaccine data down to batch for every child in America, and they also have the medical records. So all you have to do, in fact, you can do now that is AI can do machine counting and you can do cluster analysis and you can figure out very, very quickly whether all of these epidemics, not not just of you know neurodevelopmental diseases like all the ADD, the ADHD, the speech delay, the Tourette syndrome, the, um, the, the narcolepsy, the ASD and autism. Oh yeah, the That's allergic diseases, food allergies, peanut allergies. Oh, it's crazy when you think about asthma, that. and then all the autoimmune diseases. Adult asthma. What? Even adult asthma. Yeah. Well, they, but and they're all listed, by the way, on the vaccine inserts as vaccine side effects. Because the only way that you can sue, you know, they passed this law in 1986 and made it illegal to sue a vaccine company for injury. But you still can sue them if they know of an injury that's caused by their vaccine and they don't list it on the side effects. So uh, they list so 400 everything. injuries on there. Falling down the stairs, everything. Well, yeah, it's anything. all the autoimmune diseases. But they're all. covering all their bases that way. Yeah, but saying. they're not allowed to list it unless there is significant evidence that it's actually being caused by the vaccine. FDA, FDA is not allowed to allow them to list it unless FDA believes it's being caused by the vaccine.
So, so you had so so you have this meeting with Trump. Just, Here's to, the just kind of going part back right to here. that. You had this meeting. I had with a Trump. meeting with Trump, and and and, and, and you he, leave out of the meeting, kind of hopeful about it. Well, I said to him, "What do you want me to do?" And he said, "We want you to announce it." So, Jared Kushner escorted me to the Prescott scrum. How tall is Jared Kushner? You think he, he's uh, he's about I think he's about my size. He's about six one. Okay. And I think you're like six one too, right? Yeah, I'm about a little over six. I'm reaching. I'm doing yoga too. I actually did some this morning. Yeah. Well, you start shrinking too. On you, I mean, I told you the next twenty years of your life are going to be a nightmare because. Um, <laughs> well, you battle against it a lot. I see you at the gym all the time. Yeah, you used to. Yeah, until it closed up. Yeah. But I hear about you at the gym sometimes. When it opened back up briefly, the trainer that I have is like, "Oh, I saw uh, Bobby Kennedy." All right, in there this the is other nonsense day. right yeah. here. Just like, hang yeah, on, because. Um, it's a conversation there. Um, so, so you left out of there. Was it hopeful? Oh, yeah. So then I went down and announced it, talked to the press. And then uh, a week later, Pfizer made a million-dollar contribution to Trump's inaugural. You hear that, Trumpites? And then Trump comes in, and we continue to have some meetings with Fauci and, you know, that he – he had set up that we're part of this process and we're rolling to get this thing started. And does Fauci seem legit when you talk to him? Does he seem like somebody? Does he seem like a... Oh, he's very, very charming, but he's not... He's... Listen, Fauci, I'm about to publish a book on Fauci. Yeah. And he's... um, You know, he's basically... He's been there for 50 years, so he's like J. Edgar Hoover. And the only way that you last in that agency for 50 years is by... Carrying water for the pharmaceutical industry, and under his watch, he's supposed to prevent autoimmune and allergic diseases. Under his watch, chronic disease has gone from affecting 12% of the American population to 54%. We take oh, yeah. more pharmaceutical drugs than anybody in the world. We it's pay crazy. the highest prices. So we, it's, we, he's made this country pharmaceutical nation. Yeah, my brother's allergic to sesame seeds. But, you know, exactly. And the way that you get allergies is from the aluminum adjuvant in the vaccine, which is meant is put in that vaccine to initiate an allergic response. And it and so if you have sesame seed oil as an excipient in the vaccine, or if you're if you're eating sesame seeds when you have that aluminum adjuvant in you, it can promote provoke an allergic a permanent allergy. And if you look, you don't know anybody who is my age who has food allergies. Very, very hard to find. I think it's one in something like thirteen hundred. And today, oh, you know, today if you're born after kill half a football team. Yeah, you know what I'm after, saying? Everybody's after got a nineteen eighty nine. So any anybody who was born after eighty nine, I think it's one in twelve now. Autism went from one in ten thousand in my generation to one in every thirty four kids. And Listen it's the to same that. with all one these chronic diseases one that are all listed as side effects. So the proof the seems to be right there. Well, that's correlation, which isn't actually proof, but okay. if you actually go into the scientific literature the proof is there. But now, is that science so, – so whenever you talked to Trump and you said, okay, let's open up this this database, right, this information, because you said like – Yeah, I said let – Okay, look, I, we're, we're coming up on the end of the show here, and he's he's already told you Pfizer gave a million dollars. That's almost the – the uh, the equivalent – I think it was 1.6 of what the, the salary would be that Trump 
you know, gave away or whatever. That's almost that just from Pfizer. Okay. Once he did that, you're going to find out. Stick with us. If you're on Red State Talk Radio, jump over to sonslibertymedia.com. Before it's news.com, right at the top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. You'll hear the rest of this and you'll go, mm-hmm, something went on there and Trump was behind it. 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, we'll have Suzanne Hamner with us. See ya. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Appreciate you guys hanging on. I hate to cut this, but and I know there's just some conversations going on. It's an interview, and uh, I think it's a good interview that uh, is being played here. We've got about just under two minutes left, but here's where it starts. So Trump tells Robert F. Kennedy Jr., yep, we're going to open up this stuff for you. We're going to do all this. Then Kennedy says, hey, Pfizer gave him, like a week later, a million dollars for his inaugural. A million dollars. This was years ago. This wasn't just here recently. This wasn't around COVID. This was for his inaugural. Okay? Listen to what's said here. Let You know, I said, you don't have to do any heavy lift. You don't have to go to Congress. You don't have to change regulations. All you have to do is open up the vaccine safety data link, which is the medical records for the top nine HMOs and allow independent scientists to go in there and just open it up so they can start publishing. And did he do it? And no, he didn't. It's still locked, you know, locked down. Tony Fauci, make sure nobody can get in there. Every time he says something, and, it's, it's you know, exact con- Even when See? Congress ordered these two scientists called David and Michael Geyer, ordered them to go in there and they, they let them into the place they they gave them one study room. They would not allow them near a copy machine. They allowed them pencils, Jesus. and they had to write down data, and they they cranked the heat in the room up to 105, and they, you know, stole their hard drives, and they did writing. They, they, they did not writing? want anybody in that. Right. right. And writing's hard. You ever try to read written a letter? It's like having a stroke the whole time. It's like, <laughs> I feel like it's fucking insane. <laughs> Have you written something? I mean, it's absolutely Yeah, ridiculous. I do write. I, I mean, you might still write. I mean, it, but it's, yeah, it's getting. Uh, so anyway. So anyway, so Big Pharma so stepped in and put Pharma some money in. stepped in and, and Trump appoints Pharma, uh, Pfizer's lobbyist. To run FDA, hear that? Um, Scott Gottlieb and Eli Lilly's lobbyist Alex Azar to run HHS, and as soon as they came in, they shut us down. And was that a big? Were you bummed about that? Was I bummed? Yeah, I was very bummed. I'd have been bummed. Yeah, of course. I'd have been we, bummed, it was man. like within our grasp, you know. Okay. So here, here's the thing. This is what I want people to get. Now, Lynn, when you yes. hear that. I, I can just hear the Trumpites trying to come up with excuses. Well, it wasn't really him doing all this. It wasn't him turning the temperature up. It wasn't him making them write with pencils, not using a copy machine, not using a computer. It wasn't Trump doing that. Trump was all for it. It was the other guys. I want to ask a question. Who is in charge of the executive branch? Donald Trump was at yeah. the time, the president. Just yes. like Joe Biden is now, when everybody wants right. to say, well, there's a problem and, and you could handle that constitutionally, you had the authority to do that. They give, you know, Joe Biden down the road and rightfully so, let me, let me put it right, rightfully so, just like you did for the, the usurper Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka. But when it comes to Donald Trump, oh, it, 
he had no control of this. He had no power. It's like the DOJ. He had no. He had, and I'm sitting here going, how come other presidents come in and they fire the whole lot of the people who are in there that are not going to be on their team? They're not going to play their politics. They're not going to do all this stuff. But yet when you bring in, you know, people like Trump, somehow he, he tells you, I have power to do whatever I want to do in the executive branch under the Constitution and then doesn't do it. And yet here we have RFK saying, Trump says, oh, he seems like he's really into it. He's listening. He's, he says, let's do this. I've got people talking about it. He gives him the authority to do it and then shuts the door or at least remains impotent. I want to make that, that word part of the character of Trump. Impotent to actually do what he says he will do. He's impotent in that. And by the way, this shows you that Trump has been bought off. Not only by Pfizer, I'm going to put in the archive a show, uh, not a show, but the video that I played during a show kind of walked you through it where he was bought off by uh, Sheldon Adelson and Israel. I mean, who's, who's tied right there to Israel. And we hear RFK Jr. speaking about Jared Kushner uh, and his occultic... Uh, uh, Noah Hyde. Yeah, the Noah Hyde, but um, mm-hmm. I'm trying... Habad Lubavitch. Um, mm-hmm. I remember that pronunciation because when I would talk with Victor uh, before he and his wife were killed in that explosion, one of the things that uh, we were on the phone and it was so funny because Victor would pronounce it wrong and you could hear Lois in the background, it's Habad. <laughs> so it was hilarious. But uh, here he's doing this. He's showing you Trump was bought off, guys. And for those of you who don't believe it, I, I don't know how to open your eyes. I mean, Robert F.K. Jr., is uh, Kennedy is is not, you know, your your big conservative guy. We, we're trying to get him on the show because uh, Jason and and I love what he does with the vaccine stuff. I really do, but we're trying to get him on the show because Jason Garwood, who we've had on for the Warrington Declaration, uh, is in contact with his people. So we've been trying to get him on the show because I love what he says about these things. I love that he he'll speak straightforward about it. And uh, so anyway, wanted to play that for you guys. Lynn's got some more information. Lynn, did you want to comment anything on this? I just wanted to say it's not a surprise that, you know, Big Pharma was set up to head up to unconstitutional uh, agencies. We know the FDA is unconstitutional. We know the Health and Human Services is. But this also ties back to what I've been saying and you and I have been uh, revealing for years now. And that is that the um, the power increase through the Every Student Succeeds Act for the Department of Health and Human Services, if ever there was proof that... Um, we wondered why we have it because in that particular power surge uh, in the Every Student Succeeds Act for the Department of Health and Human Services, wraparound services, schools as clinics for medical hubs and medical procedures, the overreach of the social and emotional manipulation uh, in the name of health care. And with that said, um, I don't know that we have time, but uh, the latest from the CDC and children on this particular topic. I also put in the email and it's under the name of safety. And this is now going after not only your healthy uh, 12 and up year olds, but those who've um, also had like heart transplants or kidney transplants or things like that. So 
we're really fixing to see a bunch of weird stuff going on. But I also wanted to point out on that No More Fake News uh, article that uh, John put together, he not only shows you Trump's ties to Pfizer, but the others as well. And I know if you use OpenSecrets.org, you can find out not only Trump's uh, backers, but you can find Biden's backers. You can find H.A. Hussinson's uh, backers as far as who has contributed to their campaigns as well. So I just wanted to point that out. In the archives, you're going to see the articles and the interviews that Tim and I have done on the American Rescue Plan, how it ties into the medicalization of education. You're going to also see um, how we have an article as well where the U.S. Department of Education is being trotted out as the nation's savior in the name of this American Rescue Plan. You also find um, that I have articles uh, linked for you for the National Governors Association as they are pushing the learn to earn model, which is the Skinnerarian communistic socialistic fascism uh, case system that's playing out in through all this because it will tie to uh, your job. And then also all the archives I have for the National Governors Association. Okay. Lynn, we appreciate all your hard work and uh, I will have this up in the archives along with sure. the videos that we've mentioned, the one that you just saw along with the yes. Banks' Paradise, which is the one that ties uh, Trump. And you can see clearly from the headlines how Trump was manipulated by Sheldon Adelson. And by the way, you'll hear in there, you know, look, Steve Bannon with his war room stuff on this election stuff, I think it's fantastic. I think he's got great coverage. But for him to say he's a Christian Zionist is an oxymoron. Let me let me just say it. Read the book of Galatians. You'll find that we have already come to the new Jerusalem. We're not of of uh, of Sinai. We're not of Abraham's wife, um, the uh, Hagar. We're we're not of her. We're not of the bond woman. We're the free woman. We've come to the new Jerusalem. If you're really a Zionist, a, you know, if you want to use that term, or if you want to be a true Jew, the Bible says that you have to be circumcised of the heart, and that comes by way of the work of the Holy Spirit who gives the new birth for those who have put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, not into a modern state of Israel, not into Americanism. Okay, I know a lot of there have been some people who've criticized us for pushing America. We're not pushing Americanism. We're pushing the 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 biblical faith that has been put forth. And I've said over and over and over again, using the Constitution where it it is subservient to the Word of God. It is not the Word of God. And those who promote it as the Word of God, who promote it as divinely inspired, are in error, and they need to correct their ways. The Word of God cannot be changed. There was one guy in our history who said there are two things that are, and I forget the word he, he used, uh, I want to say unmovable or unchangeable or solid or whatever the case may be. And he says the Bible and the Constitution. That's not true. The Constitution can be amended. The Bible better not be amended because God won't hold him guiltless who adds to or takes away from his word. And so the word of God is over the Constitution. Don't don't let anybody take me out of context in that. It allows for amendments because the, the even the writers knew they shouldn't have been doing what they were doing. They've said that. Okay, they've said that before. We've got the quotes from many of the founding fathers who said, we don't have authority to be doing that, but boy, we need to do it, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you right now, Above that is the Word of God. Now, to close out the show, I want to give Lynn about 30 seconds here. Lynn, tell people where they can find out more about you. Okay. 
You can find me on commoncoredeva.com if you wish to help offset um, all the research costs that I go through, the opportunities to be able to speak out in person. There is a, a secure donate button. You can find me on all the normal social media platforms. Don't just look at Trump's uh, uh, part in this. Look at how it's playing into the current administration. And no, we have to know what's behind us to know what's in front of us so that we can be prepared for tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Uh, Lynn, we appreciate you as always. Let me give one final thought here, <clears throat> and that is on this issue of tactical civics. Somebody uh, asked in the show comments yesterday, which I didn't get to answer anything, but they said, well, what are we going to do? Wait on tactical civics? Well, I'm not waiting on anybody, but there's a there's a way you do things and there's a way you don't do things. And I think tactical civics gives gives the people the understanding of what their authority is in this culture, Romans 13. And uh, I again, I encourage you to do that. Let me tell you something. The tactical civics plan can work so fast it would make your head spin if people would get on board with it. Now, I am, I'm going to tell you, I'm doing it too. I paid annually. It was 50 bucks for annual, or you can pay $5 a month, whatever, to be a part of that, to support it, <clears throat> to keep it going. I'm I'm having one of the most difficult things, and Bethany will tell you this was I was my inbox was inbox was flooded uh, more than it normally is anyway. But you can turn those settings off. I've read m- several of the books that David has written over the years, so I'm a little bit ahead in that area. So some of that I don't have to go through, like some of you who might join. And I don't get paid anything for promoting tactical civics. the The whole idea of my promotion of it is I see it as a lawful way. For the people to do what they say they want in their in their state. Forget this country idea of the United States. Do what is in your state. Okay, that's your country. At least that's how our forefathers used to see it. Our states were a country. We were citizens. If we were Christians, we're, we're citizens of heaven first and foremost. And then second of all, we're to bring that citizenship to bear at the gates of of the country of our citizenship, which in my case is the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. And it is U.S. occupied. If you guys aren't getting that phrase by now, you should get it on these education shows that Lynn and I do because the feds are occupying our states with our money and telling our representatives what they will and won't do, even if it's against the law, even if it's against what the people want for their kids or for themselves, You better get that in your mind that your state is your sovereign country in the United States and you better start fighting in your own state, in your own county. And I think tactical civics is a great way to do it. I think within six months, if people got on it and took it serious, we would see counties across the United States starting to hold these criminals accountable. And I'm not talking about saying, oh, we're going to call you to account and call you to answer questions and show you up before Congress who's going to do nothing. I'm talking about bringing indictments to them. I'm talking about you being part of the constitutional militia to go arrest them and to bring them to justice. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. Forget the politicians. Forget who's running in 2020, 2024 in, uh, in D.C. You can just not give your consent to any of them as far as I'm concerned. Okay? Just don't give any of them any consent. I don't care if they seem good or bad or whatever the case may be. Don't do it. Do your work there locally. And I really think once you get that focus on that, and I think Bethany and Adam can attest to this, you're going to see tremendous things that take place. I want to close out the show with this because I did tell uh, Bethany to send me Adam's stuff, and we've had Adam on the show. Uh, 
I don't want to say Mr. Bethany. That's not cool. <laughs> uh, but Adam, he's the real deal, man. He doesn't just go to his own school board. He goes across the state, friends. He's not just looking out for his kids and the kids in his in his uh, county. He's going out in, in other places, too, in other counties, to look out for other people's kids when they won't do it themselves. Here's Adam Heikland. I'm hoping the sound is going to go through here. Here he is at his last one. I think this was two days ago, Bethany, that you sent me this, so I, wa- I wanted to make sure that I did this because I want to high-five Adam and Bethany for what they do. You know, Bethany is... Uh, Bethany is the real supporter of her husband, as she should be, and 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 that's a good thing. He is a blessed man. You know, the Bible says that uh, a man is blessed who finds a wife, right? And uh, Bethany is a good supporter of her husband. Here's Adam. Listen to what he has to say. It's a recommendation for people to give information, but by law, you you can't force people that want to redress grievances with you at publicly elected board and force them to give information that they don't want to provide to you. I don't know where, and, and unfortunately, this is, a, this is a problem that I've seen on boards, not just school boards, but township boards, uh, village boards, county boards across the state of Michigan. That it's actually unconstitutional for you as a board. What they are saying and, and requesting you all to be more transparent you should be yearning to be more transparent for these for these parents. You are representatives of this community here, of taxpayers in general, which I am in the state of Michigan. So some people try to say, well, because I'm not directly living in this community, but I've had a major part as my wife has taught hundreds of children within this very community. We just happen to live outside of this community. Your job as a board is that of representation. You should be you should be asking, like they said, you should be you should be putting out there everywhere when your meetings are asking for participation. But I know that people like the union have worked for a very long time to help stifle any actual movements from the people from the parents, because every single school board meeting just happens to be on Monday night. I know this because I've been researching and been asked by school boards across the state of Michigan to come and help address boards that just like our state government has become tyrannical, that does not listen to anyone within the communities, that you make your decisions based on outside sources. And I wanna say a little bit about the SEL discussion here, okay? And I know that the teachers, and the people that are involved most likely are doing what they feel is, is the absolute best, but it's because we have systems that are broken. I found something while researching SEM, social emotional learning, because all of this is tied to socialism and Marxism that has been pushing across our nation, controlling boards like yours in our local communities to a degree where you don't listen anymore. You don't hear the people that are here in front of you. You stifle their ability to speak. So this SEL, social emotional learning, is another step for our local communities to be broken, where we no longer have the control over our family. My children, my son will not be controlled by an outside board of teachers and others telling them what's right and wrong and how they should feel emotionally about anything. 
That's what this is. And it's a socialist agenda to remove the parents and the state to become the parent. That is a socialist agenda. Now, this was a training from 2019. This was the social emotional exchange. And this gentleman here was speaking to a crowd of educators that were gonna be coming back and implementing the tests like this gentleman has done now in this community. Testing the children, asking them questions, trying to figure out, collecting data. Using that is what they're calling evidence. But let's see what he says about what they're doing as evidence. You have 18 one seconds. You have one minute, and we'd like your name. My job is to create a space and to um, learn from practitioners and base that in... in, in uh, Gonna have to turn it up as loud as you can. ...or generate the evidence to better understand and iterate on the very good practices that are already occurring. So what he just said is that his job, my job is to create space, create space, uh, learn from, and to learn from practitioners, based on any evidence that exists or generate the evidence to better support he's going to say and then says no better to understand the evidence these individuals in this movement that has been from worldwide powers coming into our local communities have been infiltrating because people haven't asked the hard questions we now are living in a paradigm of right versus left instead of right versus wrong and you at the local board levels need to wake up and ask yourselves every single day, are you truly making the decision or is someone else making the decision for you? Because if someone else is making the decision for you, that is wrong. I'm sorry, your time's up. All right. So, yep, I'm sorry, your time's up. Stop chastising us for, <laughs> for our uh, criminal behavior. Anyway, yeah, that's Adam Heikla. We'll have the link for the interview that we did with him just a couple of weeks ago, I think, uh, where he has had other men in this community see what he does and say, hey, can you teach me how to do that? You see, that's that's what discipleship is, isn't it? Jesus said, go and make disciples of the nations, teaching them to observe all life commanded you. The only thing Adam's missing is if they hadn't been baptized, you need to get them baptized, bro. They need to be disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, not just learn how to go into the, the school board. <clears throat> but why this is important, because the, because the Bible tells us that it is parents' responsibility to deal with social and emotional learning. It is parents' uh, job to uh, instruct their children on what is right and wrong. It is the parents' job to, to direct their, their children in the way they should go. Deuteronomy chapter 6 so I wanted to give a, a high five there to Adam. As always, thank you, Bethany, for sending those videos every time he speaks. He's speaking in a different county all the time to different school boards. Uh, he seems pretty at, at calm with that. And somebody's making uh, mentioned that he probably needs one of those Bluetooth speakers. I've got one here that's pretty good. Uh, but I know he got a, mega, a megaphone. I don't know that that would help in that meeting, but maybe a Bluetooth speaker might, might help Adam out and uh, give him a little bit of volume when he's wanting to do that. Anyway, you guys, we appreciate you very much. Thank you so much for uh, your support. Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll also be on beforeitsnews.com and dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty later today. And then 6 a.m. tomorrow, we're going to be talking with Suzanne Hamner. You see her in the chat room. She's a contributor at 
sonsoflibertymedia.com. We're going to be talking about this. We're going to go through this letter from the FDA. We're going to show you the deception. We're going to show you the criminality of it. Uh, because there is cr- there is a criminal element to this that just it, it's it's incredible. We talked about it last night. We're going to talk about it in the morning, Lord willing. So be with us then, six a.m. Don't miss it. See ya. <laughs>